0: Hi everyone, it's Tin here. It's uh, about a week after the end of TWT and it's 10 o'clock at night, and I'm still at work, so I'm sat in the kitchen. Um, uh, the, my glamorous role as on the brown sofa is well and truly at an end. My sort of sojourn into the world that could be the utopian future of socialism and environmental justice has come crashing to an end uh, and I'm back having finished a pretty grimy shift of chefing um, with a long fucking tail at the end of lots of scrubbing and cleaning. Anyway, uh, apart from that woe, I imagine a lot of our listeners are seasoned podcast connoisseurs, and you probably know that when the producer comes on making some sort of shonky recording at the beginning of the episode, it's not normally a good sign. And so is the case this with this one. Uh, I basically just got contacted by Jack to say that he's been kicked off Twitter, and real Pol- yeah the real politic account has been kicked off Twitter, uh, which is an absolute travesty. Anyway, so very keen that you re-follow uh, his new account. It can't be suppressed. Um, you know, as the IRA famously said, uh, you've got to be lucky every time. You've only got to be lucky once. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's possibly an inappropriate metaphor. Anyway, uh, the, uh, the account to follow is at 2real2politic. Too too so that's number 2. Real, like real big fish, number two again, and then politic with a kicking curve with a K on the end of it. Uh, Yeah, I'm not too hot on Twitter, but um, yeah, real politic, well worth following. Um, Too real, too politic. Uh, Yeah, while you're at it, give at Gapesology, which is Jack's personal account to follow as well. Uh, Hope you enjoy this interview, I really love doing it. Uh, Even if, having just edited the piece, I've found that I am umming and ahhing an unusual amount, especially at the start of it. I think it was the first one I did in the morning. Anyway, hopefully that gives it a little air of reality. Nobody will tune into this and uh, accidentally think that they're listening to some sort of scripted, smooth radio play or something. Enjoy! We rolled. No, no. Well, like three seconds I did before I (laughs) realised what I was doing. Um, Good morning, TWT FM listeners. You are listening to an exclusive audio only spectacular with one of the masters of the podcast game. Uh, we're here with Jack Frane reed Hello, hello, nice, great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing a crossover podcast. It's happened.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: wow. We've had a couple of podcasters on. Who have we had? We had uh, Riley from Trash Future Pod.
0: Yeah. Well, Julian had just done an autonomy pod, an architecture.
1: Joanna Romero, who's got a podcast. Yeah. I, I listened to her interview with you. That's true. Good yeah. as always.
2: Sarah Jaffe's on, uh, on that podcast as well. Okay. So we've, really, we've really done the podcast, haven't we? Well, it's a great yeah, and, every not Tom not Dick and thriving media. <laughs> Basically, that's what we've done.
1: <laughs> I Thank you
0: for representing the podcast community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. To such an extent. Podcasters only. Um, <laughs> so uh, how have you been enjoying the festival, Jack? I've been... Feeling, I'm feeling quite delicate at this stage absolutely yeah i I, i'm I'm (laughs) ready to get emotional at jeremy corbyn's speech but just out of like (laughs) sheer exhaustion i'm emotional at tom watson's speech being cancelled but that
1: emotion is joy (laughs) 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 Uh, and and uh just kind of uh schadenfreude Freud, just kind of like you know is it eating crow when the other person's doing it or you're doing it
0: (laughs) yeah i i mean i'd like to dig into that metaphor
1: well, anyway, I hope, Tom, I hope Tom Watson <laughs> now is eating an actual crow
0: <laughs> as part of, part of some kind of health thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is, uh, yeah, it's nice to see, like, you know, there's an argument. Uh, well, you know, the argument's about no platforming all very well. But, like, I think they would be strengthened uh, by the idea that we could do it in a kind of bitchy underhand way as well <laughs> well yeah i mean look, a, a party conference is not contrary to
1: what um, you know lobby journalists say it is not just a kind of glossy advert for your party that's what it became under tony blair but that as with everything else tony blair did to the labor party was an aberration um you know it should be a kind of thriving and living breathing thing where people can get together and 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 hash out policies and and initiatives to really uh take the party's program forward um but not that it is an advert, but were it one, <laughs> it would seem a bit ridiculous to have somebody on stage at your advert yep. openly opposing what your party's doing and and um Kevin Schofield, the lobby journalist, had a, had a thing saying. Uh, sorry, I won't spend the whole time talking about Tom Watson. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. but Kevin, that's pretty much the
2: mantra of this podcast. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't always talk about Tom. Watson.
1: Um, Kevin Schofield said something like, "I've heard. Like, I wonder where he heard that. Possibly from." Yeah. Tom Watson, and um, he said something like, "I've I've heard that Watson's speech was going to be a plea for unity." Uh, I'm just like, um, you know, if Sh- Mr. Showfield is interested, I would like to inspect his wallet, uh, <laughs> have a look at the contents, and let him know uh, if if it's all. Uh, Above board. Um, (laughs) Well,
0: you know, there's nothing so divisive
1: as a plea for unity. Well, yeah, because you know it was going to be a plea for unity. um, Your unity. Not directed at Tom Watson's wing of the party. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: 100%. (laughs) Oh. Anyway, um, that's the that's the Labour conference and, and what's been going on. I'm
0: not actually at Labour conference,
2: no, so
1: you know
0: that's an outsider's
1: view. We're Quite ignorant,
0: really. It's <laughs> true, and, and you know we're obviously speaking in a personal capacity, capacity. as well. I'm sure well nobody else <laughs> <at the> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> obviously is looking side eye at any member, any uh, comrades in the no. Labour movement. We're w- just well Transformed
1: is an unabashedly pro-Tom Watson organisation. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> this,
0: is, this is where we employ Not the irony banter.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Tom Watson. <laughs> um, so, so we, uh, so we're here to platform the um, beleaguered and bedraggled that come out of the actual Labour conference. But we're also <laughs> here to talk about the happy, joyful, and inspirational people who have been at TWT. Um, tell <laughs> us, where <laughs> are they? Yes, plenty of space on the sofa. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, tell us, tell us uh, what you've been doing at TWT and, and what you're up to today. Oh, well, okay,
1: uh, so today I mean, I'm I'm supposed to be heading home, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly when, I still need to buy a train ticket, so I could theoretically still see some stuff um, I've, over the last few days, I went to see my good friends from Trash Future do their live show, which was good, they had a lengthy section on the Tony Blair Institute's latest <laughs> yes. paper okay. yeah, we had a
2: great preview to that didn't we yeah
1: <laughs>
0: what was their take on it is it is well it, it
2: wasn't
1: film? it wasn't um, they're, they're not particularly pro Tony Blair I don't think but I, I you know I, I, I felt that I, I should uh, in uh, you know p- kind of play devil's advocate in the audience and so I started a raucous applause whenever his name was mentioned <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Did you, so I chanted you Tony raucous... Tony Tony at one point yeah I, you know I thought just it
0: spice things up a bit yeah yeah <laughs> the best tony since tony the tiger <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly and like Twice as manic. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. People might be listening to this, like, not aware of my brand. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm being sort of, you know, nauseatingly ironic there. Right? Oh, don't
2: worry. Don't worry. For, with Riley's podcast, we, uh, we put a, a significant irony warning in everything. <laughs> so we'll have to do the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, our, caution, podcast
1: banter isn't, banter <laughs> our podcast is generally less irony than just, like, explicitly saying we hate someone. Yes. But, uh, but no, the irony definitely does uh, figure into the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I would just like to confirm. I'm I would confirm that I'm
0: not a mm. supporter,
1: paid I, up, or otherwise, of the Tony Blair Institute.
0: Fair enough. Well, I mean, let's talk about your podcast a little bit because I've really enjoyed listening to it, and it's, um, and I hope you don't mind me saying, it's also inspirational in terms of encouraging people to go out there and make stuff of their own because it's enormously creative, um, and it's not super slick. But it's, it's definitely not, but no. Well, the Observer said it was. Uh, really? Yeah, um, um,
1: yeah. it was uh, actually Gabby Hensley, who I know doesn't really like us, but she described us as slick, which okay. made me think that because she doesn't like us, she maybe didn't <laughs> listen to the show. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> well, she was
2: calling you slick to get back at you. <laughs> possibly,
1: yeah, just like she knows that we've got this kind of like alternative, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're out on the fringes, we're outsider art kind of thing, and she's like, she wants to really just say, no, real politic of a
0: real establishment now. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's, um, you know, she's attacking your weakness and making it <laughs> your strength <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um,
1: so, yes. Yeah, um, so, what, what,
0: what, what about the podcast? Uh, would you like to know? Well, yeah, I'd like to talk about the way you use music on there and the way that you sort of uh, mix between this sort of acerbic. Um, uh, well, it's not even just acerbic; it's like full on hate humor but then <laughs> mix it in with stuff lots of stuff that you love clearly <laughs> as well so you know that yes yeah. often some good hip-hop on there and you know uh, you've been doing some um sort of artist guides at the moment so i really enjoyed your stuff on the Pogues uh before and then your film reviews because originally it was uh, it was for, for the first okay. few episodes yeah and yeah, then yeah. um politics happened
1: and we kind of <laughs> we yeah. kind of focused on that so it was 2017 when we re- I mean it was late
0: 2016 mm. we first recorded it's stuff. it's real but as in R-E-E-L. It is yes. And of course when I first searched yeah. for it I thought it was going to be a fishing podcast. <laughs> but <it's actually laughs> Well
1: there's that great show from the 90s that uh, the avant-garde musician and actor John Lurie did called Fishing with John which is just where like him and Dennis Hopper or Jim Jarmusch or some other kind of avant-garde or alternative luminary they just go fishing and nothing happens okay. uh, and and uh, you know i'm very inspired in our more kind of anti-comedy moments by that sort of uh, <laughs> the nonchalance of, of of fishing with john so i think there is a lineage there if you will yeah yeah <laughs> um but no I, I mean i love music like it's my my sort of big passion I kind of let it slip for a while I didn't make my own music for a while I didn't read as much about music didn't listen to as much uh, listen to as many different records and and right you know right now the last year or a couple of years I've been back deep into it i've written and recorded two albums this year uh, which i obviously use the podcast to promote because uh, no one's got the, the press out there, the yeah. press are not coming knocking f- to ask me about my music for some reason uh, yeah uh, crazy moose by the way yeah <laughs> 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 uh, but um apologies to canadian listeners for the for crazy moose being a sort of uh, very lame jab at neil young for being canadian. <laughs> neil young is is my like hero. damn maple syrup eater <laughs> yeah, I, I, well exactly. and so yeah, if riley's listening, sorry man. but like um, <laughs> we uh, yeah, um no, I, I it's i think you've got to like balance out the 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 hate if you will with with the love uh the, the peace and love. Uh, you know, i i i still uh, uh, subscribe Is that Ringo Starr uh, yeah yeah <laughs> right I, well, I think here. so I think I subscribe deep down to some kind of hippie values you know yep. i okay. all over all the, all the sort of um, left-wing intellectuals of a certain age who are here who are about ten years older than me I d- a certain age mm. makes them sound old they're not uh, but, you know, I, I, I don't want to name names, but they all kind of, like, hate the 60s. And mm-hmm. luckily, I wasn't around for Britpop, so I, I, I like the 60s and yeah, I yeah. like Oasis because I, <laughs> I have not been
0: tarnished by these things being popular. Yeah.
1: And But, yeah, it's really good to see there's some panels about
0: music and Well, and that's stuff interesting because, um, uh, obviously, Jeremy Gilbert and uh, Keir Milburn, who we had on the other day with their whole sort of acid corbinism thing, are, yeah. yeah, trying to kind of reclaim, mm. you know... The hippies or, or at least Absolutely. some strand out of it i've listened to their podcast that uh, they do for navara and it's really good i,
1: I uh, particularly like their episode they did where they talked about uh Rocky erickson the frontman of the 13th floor elevators who i think died earlier this year and was uh, kind of an acid casualty but also you know a really innovative musician and an interesting guy and it's um and i i really appreciate what um the guy's from acid Corbinism are doing in finding these parallels between culture and uh, these, these connections between culture and politics, and, and how the two can be liberatory, ri- liberatory and feed into each other um, in a way, which is a, what I'm very interested in
0: myself.
2: Yeah, w- sort of rebuilding a counterculture, which is all, all yeah. than what, what Kim K- Milburn talks about.
0: And Nadia Idol, obviously, as well, on the... Uh, on the A- ACFM podcast as well. I forgot to mention her name oh, too. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. She was yeah. sort of like cracking stuff, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, also we have to ask about the, the Tim Farron play. Oh, yeah, good. What, yeah. what is it about that charismatic... <laughs> 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 um, milk. Man, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't <laughs> there's it's, so it's many adjectives milk. to go for <laughs> that fascinates you so much. <laughs>
1: I, well I mean Tim Farron I mean I, w- once again we're talking about kind of finding weird connections between culture and well okay they're not so weird when it's for stuff that it's well weird in a good way when acid corbinism do it with Tim mm-hmm. Farron it's more just straight up strange and bizarre mm-hmm. uh, but you can you can find with Tim Farron, these strange connections between kind of like liberalism and Sort of the left because he's kind of on the left of the Lib Dems mm. and also like hardline uh, religious fundamentalist
0: anti-gay conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, he so, and that surrealism comes together uh, with... Uh, your like Twin Peaks sort of homage yeah yeah I, I mean I, I love David Lynch and Twin Peaks and I I,
1: I think basically if the Twin Peaks The Return had aired so I'd been very I'm uh, a very kind of obsessive person when it comes to like uh basically art so yeah. like I, I'll be I'll listen to a particular artist or watch a particular show obsessively for a long time then I'll just move on to something yeah. else I haven't really
0: um, seen uh, anyone do a sort of such a weird political satire like that, because I always remember, like... Mm, Hugh poli- Lemmy, I think, is uh, doing similar stuff in his, his books, like
1: okay. Red Tory, um, right My Corbin Chemsex Hell, or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I did see uh, that book... It's have you read it? Is I it have didn't? not yet, but there's uh, Juliet Jakes, my good friend, who um, I sh- she stopped doing the show now, actually, but she did a great show about, again, the intersection between culture and politics for Resonance FM called Sweet 212. Yes. And Hugh, uh, who, in fact, both of them have also been on Real Politic and, and were great, but Hugh uh, went on Juliet's show and he. Um, to promote red tory and he reads a very very funny extract uh, of it uh, mm. in that which i'd highly recommend uh, f- for people who've been
0: observing the careers of say west streeting or mm. <laughs> do you think it's sort of i mean this is just an on the fly thought but like so if the sort of centrist style of satire was like rory bremner mm. like hugh dennis like the now show um you know the have I got news for you sort of in his lot type thing, mm. or like actually the for me the the most annoying one is uh, Al Murray the pub landlord. He's terrible. Yeah, shit politics. Oh, sorry. Can I? Can I yeah, you it?
1: may. <laughs> well, I will try not to be effing and blinding the whole time, but yeah, terrible politics. I okay. guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: but it's often I don't know. It feels like the style of it is just I don't know. Pointing out a very sort of. "Quote unquote common sense," take it's like mm. you know I'm the you know aren't these people so stupid? I'm the only adult in the room. Genuinely, kind of yeah. And um, Riley said the
1: same thing when he came on here, didn't he? That a lot of like so-called satire in Britain is just kind of pointing out the way that something is perceived yep. uh, widely. I think a good example of this is um, a book called "Things Can Only Get Better" by John, John Farrell, O'Farrell. Yeah, yeah uh, which is a book I absolutely hated, I think I may have mentioned it on a recent Real RealPolitik as well, but the whole thing is just like, he goes along to a CND rally and people are eating fucking lentils there or something, and right. he's like oh, isn't it stupid being on the left and it's like, no mate, you're not actually that left wing if you're getting annoyed by, you know the Orwell thing about how he goes to meetings and gets angry that people aren't wearing shoes I mean, right. it's superficial and trivial and it's based on a kind of capitulation to the right wing's idea of what the left is, <laughs> if you let that stuff oh, get yeah, to like you. Muesli eating. Like, exactly. I yeah, don't find it whatever. funny. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's yeah. lazy and unoriginal. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure he's written a second book in the series now called like Things Can Never Get Better or whatever. You know, the <laughs> centrist, <laughs> the place for centrists are at now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How to Be Right by uh, <laughs> who,
0: who was Who's that? James guy? O'Brien. James yeah, O'Brien, my dad got so. that
1: book recently. Yeah, so it's sitting around the house. So yeah, the, uh, not not my cup of tea. I hate James O'Brien so much. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so <We're laughs> <that's>, I'm now <laughs> listening to the
0: uh, People We Hate special. But yeah. I guess the the sort of the flip side of that is, you know, w- do you think there's a sort of distinctive strand of sort of left comedy at the moment? I mean, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Do you know Tezillas? The oh, um, I'm not sure I'm familiar. The, So he's a stand-up comedian. Um, uh, he's an uh, Asian guy from Bradford. And, uh, but, yeah, he's a proper comrade. He's done some videos with Momentum oh, and cool. things like this in the past. Um, and, yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, who are the sort of examples of people that are doing sort of proper sort of left-wing comedy at the minute? Yeah, I mean, well, it's interesting. because like well, Particularly, like, the young people that are coming up and of doing
1: it. I don't know if I'd always describe what we do as comedy. I think some of the stuff it, it is. And mm-hmm. that's why when kind of people treat us as if we're doing something very illegitimate, I'm like, well, I don't think we invented saying rude things about public figures. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure that has been around for a while. And I don't think we're the first people to like swear or whatever for comic effect. Um, but wait, what the going with this (laughs) but yeah but no i think some of the stuff like the tim farron play i mean obviously that is comedy and uh and a lot and a lot i think a lot of the kind of political stuff we do can be is kind of commentary in a way uh i I don't i wouldn't you know it's not like have i got news for you but it's not altogether a massively different thing right and it is just kind of commenting on the news and trying to get some
0: some laughs out of people yeah um in terms of people who are doing there's mean, also uh, the the sort of world creation thing. So I'm thinking Trevor like Trevor Bastard. bastard. I yeah,
1: was going to yeah. mention. Yeah, because I think a lot of people. I think with Trevor, it probably well his name's Rob, but yeah, yeah. Uh, with tre- <laughs> I feel like I should call him Trevor. Um, yeah, yeah. With with like with the bastard verse, like. Um, you know, I th- I think that is more explicitly comedy. I think there's just like a lot of really really funny people on on Twitter who are mm. they're not doing comedy and they're, they're, they're and that's not their profession. That's not their job. And I think yeah, it can be a bit of a cliche that uh, you know some random person called like Leniny Lexit sixty nine <laughs> is like a better comedian than all the
0: professional comedians, yeah. but quite a lot of them are. It, it's <laughs> a bit like how um, you know the we, there was lots of. Uh, mystique around ufos for years and years and years but uh, the last 10 years when uh, everyone's been carrying a camera with them pretty much at all times has uh, yeah. proved conclusively okay. that yeah. ufos are not visiting and maybe twitter has done the same thing yeah for, like, i comedy. think it's shown that you know
1: <laughs> it's an emperor's new clothes situation with a lot of these people isn't it they've not they've not really got much uh much to s- say that's insightful and you know which especially w- which is a shame regarding their profession they haven't got anything to say that's funny mm. <laughs> which might make
0: it a bit better there, there are some mainstream know. comedians that I uh, do like I, I really Josie like Long I love Josie Long I really like James Acaster for some reason um, okay. I think yeah there's just something about that slightly surreal style and like leaning into the sort of aggressively mundane yeah <laughs> <that> <laughs> I enjoy um, so uh, Yeah, so what have you got planned for the rest of the day today? Um,
1: I'm not sure, really. So, I mean, I haven't got a train booked so I'm I I can in theory go around and see some more stuff because there's no TWT app this year all right, sorry no this sounds like I'm shitting on the organizers <laughs> organizers you're doing a great job I'm not holding you responsible for this this is my own fault for not having an organizational bone in my body but basically because there's no app I haven't had a clue what's going on I've just been wandering <laughs> towards the socialism sign uh, <laughs> asking people where they're going and,
0: <laughs> and meeting people that I know. That's the correct way to enjoy TWT yeah. this year that was a specific artistic decision <laughs> <laughs> I mean do you know what's on later today <laughs> what uh, would i what would i like no uh, b- the <laughs> there's a there's a debate on basic income um to this afternoon at 3 p.m. in the unitarian church that i think is okay, going to be cool. really interesting so the sort of subtitle for that is um you know an I- an idea whose time has come question mark or a uh, you know a wrong turn yeah like i think that's a really interesting <laughs>
1: debate um and that does sound really interesting i mean like very quickly i because i mean i think some other people want this space don't they yeah. like in terms of other stuff i've seen at the world Transform that i really enjoyed i thought the tribune rally was great and i was heartened by the amount of explicitly avowedly anti-capitalist rhetoric coming from city mps including laura pidcock and lloyd russell moyle who by the way was excellent on uh, the arms trade yep. and um And also from candidates, from parliamentary candidates, from mayoral candidates, like there's some, the the dial really has been moved left i think you know labor's platform is not perfect but it seems undeniable to me at this point that the next manifesto will be to the left of the last one
0: cracking um, yeah yeah
1: yeah and oh and also just got a shout out my new socialist comrade rianne jones who did a really good job on a panel about the working class uh, and appeared on the latest real politic on uh, mike lee's peterloo so had to get that in there oh nice one <laughs> yeah and
0: thanks for mentioning um new socialists as well we haven't had chance to sort of discuss that oh yeah everyone time, read but. and subscribe to new socialist i i
1: think that what, what we're doing is very good even though i can't personally take too much uh credit for it it's, it's great i think all right nice one <laughs> thanks man thanks cheers much. for having me here cheers